Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So sometimes in this market, when things happen, it is just as we expected. We looked at all the data leading up to the event, and then sure, it rolls out just as planned. Now, today, we got an announcement that everyone really expected. You did not have to be Nostradamus to know that this thing was coming. However, the reaction of the market and everything, crypto, stocks, everything is going up, and that was a shocker. So that is what we're going to discuss today, why exactly that is, which is completely unexpected, and some things that are going on on a positive note. So it did not take a genius to know that a recession was going to be announced today. Just as expected, I've said it many times and I stopped speaking about it leading up to it a few days ago. I said, okay, that'd be the last time I mention it until it happens. Well, it was announced that we're officially in a recession. However, that is up for debate in itself because all of a sudden in real time, if you just Google the word recession, you will see that all the definitions, all the articles that are being posted within the last 24 hours are suddenly changing the definition of a recession, which is very mind blowing to me. It's like political double. If you had to read the book 1984 in high school and there was a ministry of truth and they would always spin the story to just tell a completely different story. Well, for as long as I've been alive, which, you know, I'm not 100 years old or anything, but the definition of a recession is two negative quarters of GDP. Right. And we saw that two negative quarters of GDP. It was announced 830 this morning. So officially, by the definition that we've always used, that is a recession. However, if you Google anything related to recessions Within the last 24 hours, you'll see a bunch of articles redefining what a recession is, taking into account the stock market, the jobs market, and all other things that are unrelated to the official definition. So you can take that for whatever it is, but by all accounts, as long as economists have been charting this stuff, we are officially in a recession. Now, why is that important? Normally, as I was saying the whole time, there is fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and that causes people to pull out their money, put it into liquid assets such as cash. Now, this is something that also should compound this effect. Yesterday, the Fed or the Federal Reserve in the U.S. also announced that they are raising the interest rate 75 basis points or 0.75% on that federal level. So those are the banks and the institutions that are getting their money from the Federal Reserve. They're taking out this very low interest rate. So no one on the street is getting that in order to get their mortgage or fund their business or anything like that. But the major banks, that's what they're borrowing it from the Fed at. Now, for the longest time, this number was floating between a zero and one, but now it's up to the twos, like two and a half, two and a quarter, somewhere in there right now at this point. And normally when this happens, this causes the stock market and everything to definitely make a pullback because businesses and people are not able to borrow at a favorable rate compared to, let's say, last year. So it's going to cost someone a lot more money. Their payments are going to be a lot more in order to make the same purchase. So in other words, if you can afford a $2,000 payment, let's say, well, last year you could probably make like a $400,000 purchase, but this year you're going to be able to make a $300,000 purchase. And that's just using rough numbers. You can actually plug in the numbers into the mortgage calculators and actually see what these are. But just giving you an example of the higher the interest rates, the more the payments are going to be. So that initial principal, the purchase that you're going to make is going to be a lesser amount. The same thing applies to when businesses take out loans. And because of that, since they can borrow less, they can fund growth less at favorable low interest rates, people expect businesses to grow at a slower pace. And that's what the goal of the Fed is. In theory, 
You would think it would just be to issue the bank and make sure that they have a proper amount in circulation. But no, they have it outright saying that their major goal is to control inflation and also grow the economy. So when the economy is growing too fast, too much money is being poured into the system, that's when inflation comes in. The dollar itself or whichever currency it is, is devalued and it requires more and more of that currency to make your purchases. And in order to shrink the economy, slow things down so it doesn't get out of hand, they raise the interest rates. So in other words, when there's not a lot of cheap cash for businesses to borrow and people to borrow, they tend to borrow less. And in essence, there's less money in the system. And that usually causes everything to go down, whether it be stock market, crypto, business activity in general, purchases, people put less on their credit cards, Overall, economic activity slows down. But for whatever reason, with those two things, the recession being announced and the interest rate going up, we saw a pump today. Now, that is sort of mind-blowing because that doesn't normally happen. What normally happens is everything pulls back on this particular day. Now, was this baked into it? Because we've seen the market fall now pretty much for over a month. Sure, it has been a huge dip and a downturn since November, but generally speaking, over the last month or so, we saw it start to climb back up and then really go down. And in that period, some people were wondering, well, was it baked into it? This current price, everyone knew that this was going to happen. So all of that stuff was baked into the price and the market went down and was an overreaction. Well, truthfully, I don't think so. I think there's some sort of external factor, and I don't even know what that factor is. I'm still searching for it for myself because it really doesn't make sense. Normally, when that announcement is made public, everyone sees it and hears it, and that's when they react to it. Even though all the indicators and everything leading up to it was saying that all along, that's how people normally react. So, of course, during this whole thing, I decided to go over to OpenSea, start to look at some NFTs, see what's going on over there, see if anyone's reacting, are prices going up, are prices going down, what exactly is going on? And it seems like most things seem to be going sideways. There really hasn't been any change. The value of ETH is extremely high compared to where it was 10 days ago. We're talking about 70% up over the last couple of weeks. But NFT prices over the last few days went down and pretty much they're still there right now. But if by chance you're subscribed to my newsletter and seeing that what I was saying there, this really doesn't deter anything from happening in this NFT Web3 space because builders are going to build. And as far as what's going on, it really makes no difference to someone who has a great idea, understands the value of this tech, and they're going to build and they're continuing to go forward. So with that said, that is enough news about the economy, everything that's going on, some interesting things that I do see that is coming out today that came across my eyes as I was scrolling. Is something that we've all been waiting for, and I could probably do this as a separate episode, but I just like to plug it in here and just make it a positive episode, not just trying to figure out, well, why in the world is all of this happening, is just understanding that builders are still building. But one of the interesting things about these times is that normally the building that takes place is not the sexy building that hits the front pages and gets everyone excited and is all over the social media and all of those things. No, the building that normally takes place is the fundamentals, the things that are behind the scenes, the nitty gritty, the boring things, if you will. And one of the things that really crossed my eyes or came on my radar recently is this Wallet Connect chat app. Now, you might be wondering, well, why is that even something worth talking about? And to be honest, it could be its own episode in itself. However, I just want to highlight that one because it is sort of something that is just not sexy. It is not a hot new project, a new profile picture with staking and all this stuff, celebrity endorsements. No, this is something that is simply allows any wallet on any blockchain to communicate with each other. And you might be wondering, well, why is that even a big deal? Well, let me tell you, if you've ever tried to make an offer to purchase a particular NFT or 
just wanted to see some information, see if someone was willing to sell it, and they did not have their Twitter profile on whatever marketplace that they're using this and have this thing listed, well, you had no way of communicating with them. But with this Wild Connect app, you're allowed to or you have the ability to send them a message. You can communicate back and forth. And it doesn't matter if Solana, Ethereum, or any other blockchain for that matter. Anything that it can connect to, you can send messages through it. And I think that is very important. And also, it comes to the fact that not just buying things secondary, trying to connect with a seller or work out a price or negotiate or haggle or anything of that nature, but also, it gives the projects the ability to have a way to communicate with holders. Until this point, it was really Discord and Twitter is the majority of communications. Then maybe 5% of projects will have an email list or something. Instagram, maybe 1%, very small. Generally speaking, Web3 conversations, Twitter and Discord is where everything is going to be. Very few people after Mint even go to the project's website. So this Wallet Connect app is sort of a big deal in my opinion. It is boring, not exciting, not going to make any headlines. And this is the type of thing that really affects people in the long run. These are the type of inventions that really makes this space more user-friendly because just think of it, how hard is it to sell something if you cannot communicate with any kind of buyers or anything else? You can only list it and hope for the best. Just imagine trying to sell a house, a car, or anything like that. It really couldn't happen. And another thing that really isn't sexy but still very interesting to me nonetheless is that Crypto.com is integrating with Google Play. And if you're not familiar with Google Play, maybe you're an iOS user and you have no interest in Android, but Google Play is basically the app store on the Android devices. And with that, people have their credit cards and everything set up to be able to make purchases, get subscriptions, whether it be buying and renting media or apps. But also, in this case, you're gonna be able to use it to purchase crypto from crypto.com. Very boring as far as making headlines, getting the hoorahs, spaces being held over that. However, I think it is quietly a big deal. So these are the type of things that we're going to see scaling and really bringing people into the mix of things. And in addition to that, I know this is really not a news episode. However, recently Old Navy is rolling out their Basie t-shirts. Apparently they bought a bunch of NFT projects, Basie, the Mutant Apes, then there's also Clonex and a CryptoPunk, and they're going to be making merchandise for this. They're selling it only for $19. However, at the scale at which Gap, Old Navy, and that company operates, that is pretty massive. So I expect them to make their money back tenfold. But also, it brings in some young demographics, and it also has started us a conversation about Old Navy. When's the last time you had a conversation about Old Navy or even heard about Old Navy? Don't get me wrong. I actually really like their jeans. However, it's not something I really talk about. And if you do want something with a little sizzle and a pop to it in this current market with all these things going on, if you are a fan of Chipotle, they have this whole campaign they're doing right now called Buy the Dip. And it's very interesting to me. They have $200,000 set aside for prizes in crypto, but they also are selling various passes and NFTs and allowing people to buy guacamole for one penny. So very interesting things going over there. Just, But I just want to end it on a little bit of a high note. And despite whatever may happen in this market, knowing that builders are still building. And of course, that was the theme of today's newsletter. If you're not subscribed to that, those are normally stories that I don't cover on the show. And in today's issue, I actually used an analogy of Old McDonald, yes, Old McDonald the farmer that we sing about, to describe what's going on in this crypto market. So if you're interested in that, niftybusinessweek.com, it is absolutely free. And for signing up for that, if you do have a wax wallet, simply reply and I'll send you over a free NFT. But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. 
The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.